0: Hey there, Kimberly Olson here, also known as the Gold Digger Girl. I'm a best-selling author, self-made millionaire, top recruiter, network marketing coach, and branding ninja on a mission to inspire you to get lit in your business and set your soul on fire. Join us as we dive into the action-oriented strategies that are gonna allow you to scale your online business and create simple systems that duplicate. Let's get started. I will never forget when i first met rainbow lackey we friend requested each other on facebook and once in a while someone will just stand out in such a big way that i will reach out and say hey we need to collaborate we need to be friends like let's hop on the phone (laughs) so i reached out to her found out a bit about what she was doing we are in the same space online network marketers in the health and wellness space she has built a huge huge empire But what was important is that she pivoted, she got aligned, and she just goes after it. I mean, the people that she's attracted into her organization and the way that she's doing her social media is incredible. So I want you all to follow her. I want you to listen to this interview so you can really hear from someone who has done it, who has built the empire, had the success, and is really leaving that legacy for her family. First, we have a listener review for you today, and then we'll jump in exceptional content. I've been listening to Kimberly for about a month now. I have loved every single episode. She is clear, concise, and delivers exceptional content every time. I have loved all of her conversations with her guest. It's so apparent that each guest has been thoughtfully chosen for her audience. Kimberly is very easy to listen to and offers off the chart value with her podcast series and her training. I absolutely love listening while I'm cleaning or working out. I always learn something new and it's applicable, for, applicable applicable, both for my life and my business. Thanks, Kimberly. That's from Song Kiss too. Oh, that's like one of the nicest reviews I've ever had. I really appreciate you. Thank you so much for that. Now let's jump into our interview with Rainbow Lackey. Welcome on, Yay. girlfriend. Hey, hey, how are you? So good. I said your last name right, correct?
1: You got it. Yep. And that okay. is my real first name. People always ask, were your parents hippies? I'm like a little bit
0: it's awesome though, because then you stand out. It's like personal branding, like just by your name. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No one's going to forget that. That's awesome. Well, (laughs) I'm so excited to have you on. So welcome on. So without further ado, I would love to spend some time getting to know you a little bit better, uh, sharing you with my audience, uh, because I was just doing a a private mastermind training, mastermind training, and I was telling them about you. And I said, look, your job is to have that wow factor because the first time you, I think one of us friended each other, I looked at your page and I'm like, I need to know this girl. Like, I just, I was like energetically magnetized to you and I didn't know anything about you. That's and the girl, goal. That's, that's the goal, the goal right? <laughs> yes. Like you weren't like, Hey, join, my, you know, this is my company. Yeah. You, weren't, you weren't flashing anything. You weren't putting anything in, in my face, but right away, I was like, I want to know more about her. So you guys, she would be a perfect person for you guys to follow because she implements what I'm always teaching. And it's working for her. So can you share a little bit about who you are, about yourself, and what got you into becoming an entrepreneur?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I actually come from corporate America. I did that since I was 17 years old and put myself through college and got a big girl job, right? It was the dream. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, graduated from ASU with a double major in communications and marketing, and I had a good job. I just was so time poor, you guys. Like, I just had no time with my son. I was a single mom at the time. And I knew there had to be more. There had to be a better way. So my girlfriend had introduced me to a company at that time that – I was kind of skeptical to get into it. So if you guys are talking to people that are skeptical, that's normal and natural. It's okay. It's a learning process. Um, but she worked on me for a couple months and said, you know, you have a lot of skills and I know you're a hustler, like you should look into this. So I ended up diving in because I was so excited and um, just went for it. And I had good success in that company it wasn't necessarily the right company for me at that time it didn't have good customer retention it didn't have it had high distributor attrition it was kind of like a hamster wheel yeah. so i wanted to find something that more aligned with me and what i was looking for so two and a half years ago i got into the company that i'm with now and It has just been absolutely incredible, you guys. I love it. I have an amazing team. And now I have that freedom that I've been looking for. So this industry is great. It's amazing. I love it. But it takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of failing forward um, and a lot of mess ups to learn how to do it the right way. And I pretty much have grown my business organically from social media, uh, but I didn't know what I was doing when I started. So I took some initiative and found people like Kimberly that I was like, please teach me what am I doing? Because I had like 400 friends on Facebook. You know, we all start somewhere, you guys, and it's just a learning process of what works for you, what works for your audience, how do you brand yourself, all of the things that Kimberly teaches. I had to learn all of that, and it's paid off tremendously. So that's absolutely.
0: I mean, I'm just watching your success and cheering you on. And I, my favorite part about what I see you doing is you are just helping other women. And I'm sure you've got some dudes too, like I do, but helping others set their souls on fire. Like Mm -hmm. you can see the passion, you can see the drive. I mean, it looks like you guys are actually having fun. Yeah, we are. (laughs) People aren't like a lot of people are struggling they're stressing out about their business. They don't enjoy it. And what I see you guys doing, I'm just like, it's like I said, it has that magnetic feel to it. So yeah, you had said this, is this the second company you're with?
1: This is the second company. Yep.
0: Okay. So I we were just talking about this last night. I'm doing a challenge and I was saying, you know, you never know who's watching you. And it's not about like promoting, like, you know, jumping to different companies, but just like getting into a corporate job, you don't know if that's the right fit for you. And it's Mm -hmm. the same thing with a company. So people are watching you, people might be like looking to make a move and not telling anyone, you know, I'm sure you were kind of watching to say, okay, I want to find my home. I want to find that best fit. And we talked about this. I interviewed uh, a girl a couple of weeks ago and The company she was with, it was similar to yours where it's a consumption model. Most of the sales were from the distributors and that's not sustainable. So did you have success with your previous company and you were seeing people weren't winning or what was it that you were like, okay, I'm not going to settle and I'm not going to worry about the haters. I'm not going to worry about any of that because I think there's a lot of fear around that for, for my audience.
1: Yeah. So, um, I mean, I've just learned so much over the years and because I'm like a business woman, right? I was in corporate America and kind of ran a business. I was um, VP and of sales and marketing. So I knew what a true business should look like. And in the company I was with, unfortunately, it was an MLM and it just didn't have, I didn't see the real residual income. And that's what I was looking for. And I felt like the more successful I became in that company, it was like the harder I was working and the more I had to like replace what was falling out. And I was trying to keep my rank. And there was just some things that didn't really align with uh, my morals of what I felt was right. And on top of that, I felt like my team wasn't truly winning. You know, I wanted to find something that was like this champion of the little guys, like helping a lot of people make 500 bucks instead of helping, you know, the big leaders make a lot of money at the expense of the little guys buying auto ships product so i wanted to find yeah something that um was more suitable where everyone could win that was you know consumable goods not something especially right now you guys where the the recession's coming. We know that it's coming. So I I didn't see that as a recession-proof business because the products were really, really overpriced. And it was the first thing that people cut out when the economy was getting rough. So I think that you have to put yourself in a position of what's best for you, what's best for your family, and do you feel good about what you're doing and about the future team that you're going to be bringing in that they really can have success and make money. And if you don't feel good about that, you guys, you you have to just like put on your blinders and stop listening to the haters because people, for some reason... They don't like to see you succeed, especially people close to you. So if you're getting pushback from your friends and your family and your neighbors and the people you think are going to be like the most supportive, right? Um, Unfortunately, that's not usually the case. I mean, pretty much everyone on my team were strangers that I met through social media. So you just have to do what's best for you. And like Kim's saying, people change jobs all the time. So you have to find what is best for you and not worry about what people are going to think.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think with, uh, you know, you saying that, I think I hear that because when people also think about, you know, making those changes, there's fear around it and they don't understand that the power of social media, you can literally, um, you can literally go and build a brand new audience. And I've done that because I I switched from one uh, company to the other and found my home just like you. And that's also, by the way, really cool because technically our companies are competitors, but notice how we have an abundant mindset and we're coming together to share. Side note, I think that's freaking badass. Totally. But but anyways, but I had gone from one health and wellness company to another. So in my mind, I was like, a little bit of a disconnect. Uh, Of course, I'm gonna let people know what I'm doing. But for me, it was like, I'm gonna utilize the power of social media and I'm gonna tap into new people. I'm gonna continue to grow my audience. And you are marketing, and you know this because you're undergrad, you're marketing to a moving parade, you guys. It's not yeah. the 400 friends that you had when you started that are seeing your stuff now, right? It's all new people and your social media is on point. So for those that are trying to build in social media, they want to do personal branding. I just had another person last night say, well, you're telling me not to put my company link up, but my upline saying I need to, how else are people going to find
1: me? And I was like, oh gosh, no, don't do that. Don't, don't do that. that. They're going to go Google it. People are going to email yeah. and buy it.
0: So yeah. when there's people who are wanting to get on social media, what what did you do when you got started? What's working for you? And what's working for your people that are maybe you're bringing on board that don't have the experience that you have with building and are kind of new?
1: What are yeah. some of the things that they can do on social media? So I just did a big training on social media. I think it was like last week. And the biggest focus was adding value right so if you think about social media and your connections on social media it's all about building relationships that's you guys are in a people business so the more people that you connect with that you make friends with the better but you have to add value to those people you add value to your network so if you had a bank account right you can't take withdrawals out of an empty bank account mm-hmm. if you don't know people and you're in their inbox and you're saying hey you know, this is the first message I'm sending you, but do you want to join my team or try my product or be a product model? It's like, what? You, you I know, I don't even know you. So that, that would be definitely the first thing. If you're doing that, where if your uplines are teaching you to do that, do not do that. You guys, mm-hmm. you have to have to have to add value to your audience and show them who you are. Like the, the branding piece is so critical because in the beginning, and let me just back up a minute. I was that girl. I was posting six times a day, you know, Gosh. testimony picture after testimony picture, join my team two spots left, 40% off. And I look back and I'm like, I would have never joined me. Like <laughs> I wouldn't have. I would have never what was I doing? I would have never so, joined me. So um, you know, in learning about social media, when you are trickling in, you know, your product post or your lifestyle post, just know you guys, you don't have to like insult people's intelligence. Like you don't have to lie and say that there's only, you know, two spots left or it's only, you know, whatever. There's a lot of weird stuff in companies out there that they teach you to do. And if you just genuinely share who you are, and then at the same time you share what you love, people are going to buy from you because they like and trust you. So if you're putting you out there and you're doing selfies all the time, right? I read the other day that if you do a selfie every day for 30 days, your audience thinks they know you and then they're going to start connecting with you. And if you're going live in your stories, just about like anything, you guys, like if you have ever came across my page, you know who I am. I'm the Frenchie, crazy (laughs) Frenchie mama. Like that's who I am. I love French bulldogs, but I've been pretty strategic with that branding because that's, that's my value factor. I go live with Frenchie puppies all the time. Like who doesn't love French bulldog puppies, right? Yeah. And then that's kind of my target market because I'm in a business that sells wellness essential goods and people that have French bulldogs usually have concerns in regards to having a healthier home so it it was a good um, move for me as far as strategy with my branding but it allows me to constantly add value 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 and if i wasn't dumping in that value to people Then when it comes around and I'm, you know, dropping in a product post and they don't know who I am or I'm in their inbox, they'd be like, I don't even know you. But now they're like, oh, that's the Frenchie girl. I love the Frenchie. Oh, my gosh, your Frenchies are so cute. And then it strikes up conversation, too. So I I encourage you to find your value. You know, what what do you have? What's special about you that you can share with other people?
0: Yeah. And we were just talking about this today that there was this girl that she started. uh, She's she's in beauty and she started a walking group. And she's pouring into them, and it's blowing up. And they're like, "Oh, it's the the walking group cheerleader." And who and then when she works, she mentions her products. They're like messaging her. Like she's not even saying anything. They're like, what do you so what is this product you're talking about? Why? because she's been offering value and she's making a name for herself. And she's starting to be this resource in their life. And there's thousands of people in our companies, both of our companies selling the same stuff. So why do they come to us? Why do they reach out to us? Now you said the thing about the 30 days, which side note, you guys, I think that could be a really cool challenge. It's, it's sort of like, I'm not a huge fan of like the 14 day going Facebook lives because then people just stop. But I like the idea of this because it's going to push you out of the nest Cause a lot of you, when I do social media reviews are hiding behind other people's posts and content and pictures. So if you did a 30 day selfie challenge, it doesn't have to always be on your page. It could be in your stories. It could be on Instagram. I want to propose that you all take her advice, do a 30 day selfie challenge. And I want you to notice how your audience responds to that. But speaking of that rainbow for the people who are really struggling with feeling confident, feeling like they have value to add, the self-worth is low they're not comfortable being vulnerable. Like they're like, Oh, I can't share stuff about my struggles or my kids. What would you say to them? What kind of got you over that? Cause I look at your page and I feel like I know what's going on in your life. Like you share the good, the bad, the ugly. Like, it's yeah. like I, I literally feel like, like when I meet you for real, I'm going to hug you and be like, what's up girl.
1: You know? What's up? <laughs> what's well, up? that's, that's the whole thing. So You guys think of social media, it's kind of like your storefront, but it's also kind of your reality TV. So the Kardashians, I use this example all the time. They put their life on blast and they don't care. They're just Mm -hmm. like, this is who we are, and we're crazy and we're fun and you know, we're cute, whatever. But because they do that, people feel like they know them and they want to do whatever those guys are doing. So think about Kim Kardashian or one of those girls. They can literally put a selfie on Instagram instagram and it won't be anything about the lip gloss in their hand but because people have that connection with them because they know their reality tv life they'll have you know two million comments of what lip gloss is that where do you get it and then they're selling the lip gloss like crazy so i i would encourage you to um start to become comfortable being uncomfortable Because success lies right outside your comfort zone. And if you're not willing to do that, you guys, then your why isn't big enough. You know, your will of why you're doing this is you need to dig a little bit deeper.
0: Because yeah, if, if you
1: haven't found that yet, that's going to be what pushes you through to where you don't care. And I tell people as far as worrying about being perfect, like you just be you being you is good enough, be your authentic self. And people envy perfection, but they relate to someone who's genuine and authentic. Absolutely. So so they might, you know, stalk you because you're always putting these perfect selfies up. But when you're like. I have a couple of girls on my team that are just so good at this. Like Courtney Spacuza, she's like going live, screaming at her freaking kids, like slamming the doors. And people are like, you should have a reality show. You are seriously the funniest person ever. And she's not perfect at all, but she just doesn't care. And she just puts it out there who she is. So it's definitely, you just have to kind of get over yourself. And I know that that might sound mean, but someone said that oh. to me one time they said, listen, like, I know that you, you know, are so worried about what everyone else thinks, but I don't think you're that important. Like people aren't up at night being like, can you believe what that girl posted or that she went to a different company? I mean, there might be a few people, but the majority of the world and the population and your following, you guys, it's just, it's in your head. It's not that serious. It's really not.
0: It's in between the ears. I see a lot of people tagging others. So if everyone can go and tag a friend. Friends don't let friends. This is a tweetable, but you can just put this, write this down. Start becoming comfortable with becoming uncomfortable from Rainbow. Uh, What's your Instagram, Rainbow? Uh,
1: Frenchies and flowers.
0: Boom. Boom. Okay, take a picture, guys. So Frenchies (laughs) and flowers. I want you guys to tag her on Instagram. Tag me, the Gold Digger girl. Tag us in there and we'll we'll shout you out in our stories to give you guys a little love on that. Okay, so I love that. Start becoming comfortable with becoming uncomfortable. And it's true, like, this is what's so funny, we are so worried about what people think about us, but nobody cares, it's just all in our head. And then I felt that, I went through that where I was like, oh. So whenever you're feeling like this about the, when you're about to hit the button, posting in your stories, going live, whenever you kind of have that Ugh, you're on to something, okay? You feel that resistance that's actually you breaking through a wall and freaking leveling up, okay? So that's yeah. huge. And then I also wanted to ask, so, cause I look at your page and it's flawless, meaning it's imperfectly perfect. It's awesome. Do you, how do you go about your social media strategy? Do you just like go intuitively what you feel like? Do you try to mix in like shout outs with your team, a little bit of yourself, obviously Frenchies and flowers, but how do you plan that? Is it like just in the moment, do you plan ahead? What's your strategy?
1: So I try to uh, be careful to not overload my page with too much sales stuff. Um, I never put my company name on any of my posts, you guys, because I don't want people coming to my page going oh geez what's this girl gonna try to sell me and especially when I'm working in Facebook groups because obviously my Frenchie following I'm in a ton of French Bulldog groups on Facebook so what I do is I'm in those groups I'm connecting I'm adding value I'm going live so I'm getting a lot of followers by adding value in those pages and then I'm sending friend requests people are coming to my page the first thing they see when they come to my page is what a ton of Frenchies and cute you know know live videos and they're like oh my gosh this girl is amazing I want to follow her so I, I'm careful to add value to my brand like Kimberly you were the one that actually taught me this about your buckets right what are your social media buckets and maybe you're a baseball mom or a dance mom or maybe you love peacocks or I don't know whatever <laughs> it is okay it's awesome, but yeah. But post to those buckets and then be kind of strategic when you are, you know, sending friend requests to people. Make sure on those days when you're working your network list and adding, you know, to your friends list that you're not overloading your page with a bunch of product posts. Um, When I do drop in a product post, I always do original content. I put my face with whatever product or I put my friend, she's with the product or, you know, I I try to not ever use like company photos. Like that's just, you don't want to do that. You guys, it looks like an ad. People are going to scroll right past it. And then I just add value, value, value. So I usually do like a three or four to one ratio. And when I was in the beginning though, I did a lot more. You guys, when I was trying to kind of get it out there, I posted maybe every other day as far as like product or lifestyle stuff. Um, But I try to post at least every day or every other day now and not every single day doing product post. Um, But I shout out my team all the time and I just try to keep it a variety. But Kimberly, I don't have like a set, schedule plan. I just go with whatever I'm doing that day because it's like sharing my life.
0: Ah, That's great. And one one thing I remember this one you posted, it was, this is what was so cool. The way you did your product post, it looked like it was your, cause you're about a cleaner home. So the products were some clean product, clean living products or whatever they were. And you had them, but the way you did it was you with them. And you had like, you wrote something on there, but I remember thinking it looked like it was your own line. And I was like, that is freaking good. Because you were like, the way you positioned it, it was like, I love this, like, I love these products. It wasn't like, here's my products for my company, buy them. Like, it didn't have that feel at all. I felt like it was original, you know? And I think that's why people don't come to your page feeling like you're always promoting products or whatever, because it's kind of like like the Kardashian example, like loving this lip gloss, like, hey, you know, just up oh, something I'm loving. And I think when you mix yeah. in other things like that, I think that that helps build out who you are and you can work it in. And yeah. one thing you mentioned really fast, and I get a lot of questions on this, so I want to ask you one more question. Okay. Um, the Facebook groups, you said something about going live in the Facebook groups, or did you mean you yeah. know, hang out in the Facebook groups and then you go live on your personal page or what did you mean?
1: Um, I do both. Sometimes Like when I have a new letter of really cute puppies, sometimes I'll go live on my page and then I'll share my live to you know five or 10 Facebook groups. Um, and then sometimes I'll actually go live in the Facebook group. It just depends on how I'm feeling that day and what yeah. content I have on my personal page. But I feel like that is a great way you guys to get a ton of followers and to really expand your network is find big active groups. That is something you're passionate about. Like you have to be able to add value in those groups. You can't just go in there and think you're gonna get you know a ton of followers if you're just poking around and hiding. Um, but if you do that, it's a great way to go live and then get a ton of followers that then come to your page and check it out and see what you're about.
0: Oh, that's brilliant. And because there was, someone was saying like, Oh, I was getting these groups and they were so negative. And I was like, that doesn't sound right to me because with the groups I'm in, I go into groups. Like I love work, like I'm a workout mom, right? Like I love to find easy, quick workouts I can do, or I love, you know, intermittent fasting, whatever. So I try to find groups that I'm personally interested in. I might not even be able to offer value yet, but as someone learning about it, I'm in there asking questions, which is participating in the conversation. It doesn't have to be about your product or your business. It needs to be stuff. Like if you knit sweaters and you're awesome at it, go find some sweater knitting clubs, you know, or whatever it is that you love. Like, what are the things that you're naturally passionate about? Like put it this way. If you weren't in, a, in network marketing, where would you be hanging out on Facebook? Like go hang out in those places because people are still people wherever you are and you can still build those relationships wherever you go. So that's huge. I just, I'm so glad you said that. So a uh, parting question would be uh, what, like one tip you would give people who are maybe taking, they're having a hard time right now. A lot of entrepreneurs and creatives, I feel like are a little more. Uh, we could be, we're in the school of personal development and mindset work is really important to be successful in this. And I think some people's mindsets kind of taken a beating during all this. So what advice would you give people who are really want this? Like they want this success, whatever that looks like for them, but they're still struggling. They haven't quite figured it out. So you two and a half years ago when you are getting on social media, what advice would you give them um, at this moment before they've had that breakthrough like you did? um, What would you say to them?
1: I think that it's most important to invest in yourself. Um, Your business will never surpass you. So wherever you are, okay, you guys, wherever you are, that's where your business is going to be. Nor will you ever attract bigger leaders and more powerful influencers if you yourself are not leveling up. Like you have to level up. You have to start being the leader that you so badly want to attract in your business and law of attraction, you know, the universe, whatever it is that you believe in. I'm telling you, as soon as you start showing up and you start saying, Hey, every morning, I'm going to do an hour of personal development every morning. I'm going to work on my mindset, whatever your routine is going to be. As soon as you start showing up that way and you level up, it's amazing what doors open for you and what relationships will start to flourish
0: oh gosh it's tweetable too guys that's (laughs) portable put that in the cambo graphic i love that okay your business will never surpass you that's so awesome so if you guys didn't catch it this is rainbow lackey Uh, where are you on Facebook is it there is the best place to follow you your personal profile Um,
1: yeah my personal profile Uh or if you want to follow my dogs I have a Frenchies and flowers Facebook business page or Frenchies and flowers on Instagram it's just all Frenchies and flowers it's all me Um, and another thing I wanted to add quick about the Facebook groups you guys is I never promote anything in Facebook groups except me and my brand So you shouldn't be finding Facebook groups thinking it's like a sneaky way to go work your business and you're going to get a ton of people to buy from you that way. People in those groups will figure that out in two seconds and be like, oh, that girl, let's kick her out of the group because she's only here for whatever. So use Facebook groups as a way to grow your network, not a way to get sales in your business. Because I'll tell you this, another thing is people love to buy, but they hate to be sold. Mm-hmm. So if they feel like you're trying to sell them something or you're there only for that reason, they're going to be gone. You guys you are going to chase people away. Yeah. So I, w- I would encourage you to just be you and sell you in those groups and then leave your personal profile for when those people do start following you and they love you and they're watching your life. Then you're dribbling in the, the stuff, right? <laughs> the product post, yeah. the lifestyle post for them to be like, oh my gosh, you're so lucky. Like, how do you get to just stay home with your dogs all day? What do you do? And that I'm like, right. oh my gosh, I'm so glad you asked. And then you're creating what we all want, right? Which is an inbox full of people asking you, what what product is that? Where do you get that? Or what do you do? And then mm-hmm. obviously the conversation starts. So you're not feeling that spammy, weird feeling of having a cold message, 20 people a day to get them to buy from you.
0: Yeah. It's so different. Just the yeah. feel of it energetically. Okay. You guys, all of you go follow her right now. That's your other homework too. <laughs> But goodness, this has just been so, so helpful. And it just, it's, I love how aligned we are. And I'm thankful, so thankful that I met you. So Rainbow, again, thank you from the bottom of my heart. You're my soul sister. Oh, you're I so welcome. can't wait to meet you in person and give you a big I know, hug. I know,
1: I know. Thank you for having me on. You're I so feel welcome. like so humbled and, yeah, oh, so gosh. grateful to have came across your profile wherever it was. So it was thank be. you, thank you. So you
0: guys all go follow her. Okay. We'll see y'all later. Thanks, girl. Bye, Bye guys. guys. See you. This episode was brought to you by The Gold Digger Girl, the program that teaches you how to build the six-figure foundation for your business. If you want support from an experienced coach that's become a self-made millionaire, recently recognized as the number two recruiter globally in her network marketing company, she's helped countless others scale their online business and create simple systems that duplicate, all you have to do is email support over at The Gold Digger Girl. You'll see the option in the menu tab so we can find out best how to support you on your entrepreneurial journey.